Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Let's get it started in here. And the base keeps running, running, and running. Five Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Roz, here at the opening line on the Believe Podcast Network. Do you believe? If so, it's time to get started. Let's go. Let's get into it. Here's Michael at the foul line. A shot on Elo. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. What's up? What's up, everybody? This is the opening line. I'm your host, Roz, and we are joined by a very special guest today. You may know him from the challenge, X on the Beach, Game of Clones, but he also was a D1 collegiate athlete. I'm joined by my boy, Derek Henry. How you doing today, Derek? Doing great, bro. Thanks for having yeah, me, absolutely. man. Let's, let's do it. Let's do it, bro. Yeah, super excited to have you on the show. We're in the midst of March <clears throat> Madness. My bracket completely done. I've got to ask you, do you have a bracket going right now? If so, is it looking better than mine? My final four was Duke, Virginia, Gonzaga, UNC. Right, so we have the same exact bracket, it sounds like. So we are both done. Done for. Only Virginia. Is Virginia your winner? Your winner? No, my winner was Duke. Okay, sure. so me and Derek are both done, but that doesn't mean we're not going to be able to bring you March Madness stuff. Before we get there, this is a gambling show. We kind of like to talk about gambling histories and everything. Do you have a good casino story that is something you'd like to tell the audience? It's not a casino story, but one time in college, we went to a gas station. We get in some beers, you know, about to drink, just won a big game. My homie goes in. He's feeling lucky. He just killed it. He buys a scratch off. Hits, hits the scratch off. $100. Comes back to the car. Y'all just got $100 off this scratch off. I'm like, oh, well, bet. I'm about to go in here, too. I buy the same one? No. Buy another one? No. Buy another one? No. Buy another one? No. Next thing I know, I'm in college. You know, in college, I come from the hood. I come from nothing. So I'm already broke going into college. Thank God for my scholarship. Next thing I know, I'm down $180 in scratch offs. My best friend is also with me. He's down 250 <laughs> I get this last one. I'm like, I'm done. I'm going to lose $200. I'm going to be mad for 200 days because I got $200. is gone. I hit this last one for $300. Got all my money back and then some. Never bought a scratch off again. So what it sounds like to me is you're an instant winner kind of guy. For me, I take my bets early on in a game and I have to sit there for three hours waiting to see if my money's going to... Uh be turned into the right investment you look into it instantly you seem like a roulette guy if we took you to the casino oh for sure yeah let's do it i'm playing on black every time right team chocolate, chocolate all this absolutely time. Yeah. gonna roll black on the roulette table blackjack maybe another game for you kind of an instant reward you do just have to wait mm-hmm. for the cards to fold out but seems like roulette is the way you're gonna go but let's talk about march madness real quickly before we get into all that fun challenge stuff all that mtv stuff that i know people are really curious about we also have great questions for you towards the end of the show Let's talk about March Madness. We've got a very defensive team in both Texas Tech and Virginia. They're going to be Virginia going up against, um, wow, I'm spacing right now. Auburn. Auburn, perfect. <clears throat> very offensive. So this is going to be either completely high scoring in Auburn's favor, which to me would lead yeah. to an Auburn win, or defensive, slowed down, Virginia-style win. And now there's side, Texas Tech, Michigan State. But let's start with Virginia-Auburn. It has been shooting lights out. And D, me and you play a lot of basketball together. I know you're a lights-out shooter. How do you feel about this game? Are you giving it to the shooters in this one? I played Auburn in college before. That's amazing. And we beat them. 
Wow. I've played... Foreshadow, maybe. Yeah. I played Virginia in college, and we lost to them. That Virginia defense is no joke. Now, when we played Auburn, they didn't have Bruce Pearl. They weren't the same team, but still. I'm going to have to go with Virginia because I played against that pack line, lock up. You can't do anything defense. And I was a freshman, really on any playing time. But seeing our star players, who was the seniors and the senior leaders, literally get locked up by that defense, it is crazy. They control the tempo. They control everything. So I have to go Virginia to win that game. So we got Virginia. I'm also on Virginia, but all of our picks are going to come in our show later this week when I'm back with Wits on the Air. But you brought it up before we get into this last game of the Final Four. Let's go back, because I don't think this is asked of you very much on podcasts or interviews or wherever it is, other than maybe when MTV first reached out to mm-hmm. you. You were a Division One basketball player. Yeah. Tell us about the recruiting process for you going into college. I know you played at Winthrop for four years and then the Citadel for your grad year. What was recruiting like? I know you were in Atlanta, Mm -hmm. which is a nice hub. I'm from Chicago, both big basketball hubs. So what was it like your senior year of high school? It was crazy, man. Um, I remember in 11th grade, I got an offer from VCU, and that was my biggest offer at the time, and it was when VCU was like, going Final Four was VCU. So Shaka Smart was at your door. Exactly. That's amazing. And what happened was, man, at that time, I was a junior going into my senior year. And I'm like, I wanted to go to Duke. I was like, the big offers are going to come. The ACC is going to come. Like, just killed it my junior year, high school and AAU. Senior year, killed that AAU season. And going into my senior season, killing the leading scorer. Coming back with winning all these awards for my junior year. Ranked top five in Georgia. I'm like, I see where the top four going. ACC, SEC, Big 12, Miles is coming. It never came. My big offer never came. You know what I mean? So I had some great mid-major D1s, some of the best mid-major D1s out there. Um, and Winthrop was at the time kind of a best fit for me. It was someone I played AAU with. He was already at Winthrop. So going in, having that one bro, a guy I knew since I was like 15. His family's real cool with my family. That was a big reason also why I went to Winthrop. And um, best decision ever. You know, I can't complain. But it was crazy, man. You know, I got a lot of offers to pick from. And to really sit down and having 10 to 15 offers of really trying to sit with your family and figure out where you want to go is stressful for a high school kid because this one decision can mean everything. It's your future. It's literally your future. So, yeah, right. it's a crazy time. It's a fun time. Definitely a blessing to be able to have a paper and go off and say, all these schools want to give me a free scholarship to play basketball. You know what I mean? It's definitely, it's like all the work you put in is like, it's rewarding. It's definitely a good feeling. That's amazing. And for me, that never came. I'm a 5'10 guy at a predominantly <laughs> Jewish school, and we played some of the worst basketball year in and year out. My basketball skills really picked up here in L.A. No, you're not. But, you can't hoop. That's right. one thing. You can hoop. And we're going to get to that later in the show, and we're going to call out one of our buddies, Darian, here, oh, just because yeah. I need to know who <laughs> Derek's true two teammate is. But uh, <laughs> when you were also with that high school, and you knew you were going to play college ball, and you got the scholarship, was there a thought like, hey, I will play professional basketball at some capacity, NBA, Europe League? A- like absolutely. Honestly, going into college, my mindset was, I'm going to do one to two years mid-major, and then I'm going to transfer to a big school. You know, that was kind of the dream, because I wanted Duke. I wanted to go to Duke or at least play against Duke, you right. know what I mean? Because I love Coach K. I think he's the greatest coach, period. Like, no doubt about it. So Don't get an argument from me here. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know what I mean? So um, my mindset was, yeah, you know, go there, try to, try to get to a big school where you can get the NBA looks, you know, have a good chance to still go overseas. But that's how I went on realizing – Knee injuries, you know, the Division One level, even mid-major, is so competitive. It's some all-stars, some superstars that go mid-major D1 that should be ACC, SEC, all of that. So overseas was the um, 
and go. And I had two offers when I finished my senior season at Citadel. I had two offers to go play overseas, and I chose MTV. There you go. And MTV, yeah. we're absolutely going to get into, but we're going to finish up our final four real quick. We've got that Michigan State-Texas Tech. And again, another defensive versus all-around team. And mm-hmm. Tom Izzo's Michigan State, you were just talking about how much you love Coach K. I kind of get that same feeling for myself towards Tom Izzo, regardless of anything in the publicity or in the news about him. Whatever it is, he coaches good teams and he coaches seniors. Facts. Uh, I like Michigan State here. I had them beating Duke in one of my brackets, but it didn't matter because I had UNC winning it all, yeah. which is completely against you now. I'm feeling bad. <laughs> they were creating a rivalry here on the air. Um, Don't like that pick, but I'll right, yeah. But I have to go with Michigan State here. I've been picking against Texas Tech since round two. I have to get it right eventually. It's like me at a blackjack table. I'm going to win, even when I'm down $500. But I'm going Michigan State here. I feel like you could be going either way. I'm going Michigan State, too. Just I knew if there was one team that was going to beat Duke, even when making my bracket and talking with my friends, it was there's one team that will beat Duke, it will be Michigan State. If Michigan State don't, they're going to win it all. Just because watching them throughout the season, they just have that. They overcame everything. Injuries, you know what I mean? They overcame from not starting off so hot to getting hot to getting hot, and they were hot. And we know NCAA tournaments about who is hot. And Michigan State was a team that got leaderships, juniors, seniors. They got some seasoning to their team. So it was like, damn. Is anybody that might get Duke as Michigan State? They did. So I do got Michigan State beating Texas Tech. Also, Virginia, Texas Tech, defense, defense. It'll be like 40 to 30. They'd have to call score, both of like, us to come Yeah, it'll be, it'll be like the Super Bowl this year. You know what I mean? It'll be Which we can't afford. That was brutal. defense. Like, oh, my God. So I need, we need one offensive team in there. Somebody that's going, you know what I mean, do some offense and still play defense. So we're right there. We're about to have you pick a champion out of these four, which, honestly, if they just had me do a bracket this way, I think my odds would be pretty good. Four teams <laughs> opposed to 64 teams, you know? Facts. Kind of like that. Uh, but let's talk about, I know you never made it to the NCAA tournament, but you were close. You lost yeah. in the finals of your conference twice. Tell me what it feels like. Are the conference tournaments almost an extension of the NCAA tournament? Because you know it's win or go home. It's, I think for the mid-major programs, it's, the conference tournament is more stressing than the NCAA tournament, because you said it, it's when you go home, you win it all, and you get that automatic bid, or bid, or if you don't win your conference tournament, you're not making it. Walford is one of the very few schools actually played in their conferences, we had an offer from Walford, shout out to Walford, because they were one of the few mid-majors to do something in a long time, be ranked and have an automatic bid no matter what, win or lose their conference tournament, they were going to be in, but. Yeah, man, losing those two to our rivals on their – can I curse on here? You can curse. On Whatever you want to say. On fucking court. One is still one of the most depressing and frustrating times of my life. Twice. Back to back. Right there. Right there, bro. I was going to say, I did notice right it was there. the same team back to back years. Yeah. Our rivals. And what killed them during the regular season. But they had home court advantage because of Big South – Always pick them because it's Coastal Carolina, Myrtle Beach, so they'll pick them to host the tournament. So they could have been last place or first place. They was going to host the conference tournament. In home place during that time, their gym, and they were good teams, it was tough. So losing is tough, but you, like you said, you were at Myrtle Beach. Did they let you at least go grieve on the beach? I probably found a bottle of liquor somewhere with my teammates. They didn't send you home right away? No, we probably definitely went out. I probably definitely took some of their girls or cheerleaders That's what just to piss them off. Actually, we did for sure. Now that I think about it, <laughs> me and my best friend, actually, the second time we lost, we stayed in the hotel that night, and some of their cheerleaders were in our DMs, and we actually really did have them come through. 
That was kind of our only way to get payback. And that's actually, the one way. of their best players was texting the girl that was there. So that was the one highlight that was like, yeah, y'all might have won, but we still got y'all girls. That's just what we do. And if you're curious uh, why MTV casted Derek, this is clearly what it is. Creating uh, yeah. the rivalries, creating the drama, mm-hmm. even at the Division One basketball level. Uh, I can't imagine. I had never played at that high of a level. I played AAU where our <laughs> tournaments seemed like I had multiple chances to lose and still win. It was, it was bizarre. So I... I'm yeah, moving you know, away from you know. there. Exactly. I never, I never had that. But uh, you then went on to the Citadel. Mm-hmm. So you extended your collegiate basketball career. What was the end goal there, opposed to going over to Europe? So I tore my ACL, so I had that extra year. After my breakout year, I went through it. During my breakout season, I first sprained my right knee, which started to decrease all my stats just because I was hurt, still trying to play through it. Ended up putting too much pressure on my left knee, tore my ACL. Long story short, registered the next season, had another year after I graduated from Winthrop, and my mindset was, I have one more year of basketball, I'm smart as fuck, I want to get my master's in one year. Winthrop, unfortunately, was not having a program that would allow me to take that one year of basketball, one summer to the next summer, Mm full year, and to get my master's. The Citadel Military Institute in Charleston, South Carolina, was a school that was like, hey, we'll allow you to take your 36 credits, we see your resume we see you're smart you passed all this all these academic awards you can do it come on and i was playing my senior season at the citadel which was my best season and i finished my master's in one year so having the ability to do my master's in that one year time for free was a big reason why i went to the citadel absolutely you dominated had a tre- or tremendous season at the citadel um and again it left you you got your master's mm-hmm. so unlike most of these collegiate athletes who don't even get drafted. You had a master's yeah. go with it. Did Europe call again? Yeah, they did. They did. Um, that's actually when Europe called. Europe called after my senior season at, um, at the Citadel. And at the time it was, you know about going from <clears throat> mid-major to overseas. Unless you were like 2,000-point scorer, freshman to senior year, you're going to start off with I money. But you can build up to some right. great money. Like my best friend plays over there now, started off with I money. Now he's taking off, making crazy money. But for me, I was a finance major. So when Are You The One called it, it was possibly go make a million dollars, split in a matter of six weeks, or go overseas, eight to nine months. Not going to say how much money it would have been. It's my business. But it wasn't nowhere close to what I would have split with. I wouldn't say nowhere close, but it's not what would have been splitting a million dollars. So it was one. Not as much money going for eight to nine weeks. Six weeks be on TV, Dominican Republic, win a million dollars, split it. I watched season four before I made, before going on the show, knowing, oh, it's a strategy. I'm smart as fuck. Finance, numbers, I'm going to figure the strategy out, which I did. Right. And also, let's not forget that part of that show is being with a bunch of lovely women in a house trying to find your perfect match. It was, it was the perfect world for me. So it sounds like we were going to MTV no matter how you sliced it. but uh, Yeah, when it came up, yeah, it was like, this is meant to be. They reached out to me, never thought to ever be on TV, and boom, yeah. Now you're on TV. Now you're that team chocolate pretty face yeah. that everyone sees. I mean, Crazy. let me be honest with you for a second. So <laughs> I sometimes, I'm not a celebrity by any stretch of the imagination. I'm not that big of a name. But I'll sometimes just randomly Google myself, maybe Google some of my high school friends, see what comes up. I had to Google to look up a picture of you to get this post out and about. Do you know it's like softcore porn when I look you up? Like, nothing... Out there, crazy ladies or men, just and no shirts in any of these pictures. None of them. And I'm even work. on Google. Even on Google, you have Google myself. Google Images, and I'm at work, so I've got a bunch of people coming <laughs> in and out from behind me, and I just have to imagine what they're thinking when they see my computer browser. It's just a bunch of topless Derek images. 
But how I'm proud of myself. I made it to Google shirtless, baby. Made it to Google. Let's go. Here is here's the big twist on Google. As we throw twists on MTV, we're gonna throw a twist here. When you search Derrick Henry, though, the NFL player, NFL player Derrick Henry comes up. How often are you confused for him, or like how often do people assume when somebody's coming in, it's gonna be the NFL guy? You will not be surprised how many times I'll call Pizza Hut, Papa John's, or any food till today and say Derrick Henry. They're like. No way, not Derrick Henry, the running back. No, just Derrick Henry. <laughs> from MTV, motherfucker. But look, sometimes I'll go pick it up and they'll be like, oh, you're the Derrick Henry from MTV? Like, yeah, my name ring a bell too. It might not be the NFL millions, but no, ring a little bit of bell. How do we get you two in a room together? Just, do we show him your Google? Make him jealous that he doesn't have all those ad picks up and about? I think we do. I think that's what but we have to do. But then he might show his bank account and make me jealous that, okay, that I would be... his million. So, you know, let's not even do that. Yeah, but then we show your track <laughs> record, baby. And I'm not talking money. I'm talking women. That um, is true. That, <laughs> then, no, he in the NFL, no, he might be able to show some stuff. And I'm like, God damn it. This just sounds like a competition made for television. We'll try to get we that, the rights and patents for that. But uh, we're going to get back to the NCAA. <laughs> We've got... Derek's final, Virginia, Michigan State. Hopefully it pans out to be that way. Yeah. Who do you got in this game? Point blank. I think it's Virginia's year, man. That defense, they got some seniors, some juniors, some experienced players. And I've played against that defense. I just know how crazy it is. Right. And I'm going to have to go Virginia. That would, I would hope so. It would make me a little upset because I leaned pretty heavy towards Virginia through the course of the season, didn't pull through on my mm-hmm. bracket and everything. But I agree with you. I think that their defense will be able to outlast. They have a point guard that is able to compete with Cassius Winston. Yeah. I think they have all the makings for it, and they're over the fact they lost to a 16 seed. We're past that. Oh, Those yeah, they're supposed over. to be there. Yeah, this is their this comeback is, season. Comeback yeah. year. <clears throat> Tony Bennett rides off in the sunset, although he'll probably come back and coach next year, so no yeah. retirement sunsets yet. But, uh, I'm glad we've got Virginia over here. I'm pretty sure you guys are going to hear me say Virginia on our other episode later down the week. Now, let's get into what has made Derek the prominent name he is. Some MTV shows. I'm going to tailor some sports questions in there for you. Let's do it. So, this is my life. I know the challenge is the most competitive one you've done. Mm-hmm. It seems like the only sport. Although, are you the one you're competing for love in a sense? Yeah, but the challenges aren't com- even as physical as Right. challenge, of course. Exactly. And then on Game of Clones, you mm-hmm. weren't competing, but you had women competing for you. Yeah. Obviously, physically, <laughs> the challenge is the most competitive, but what is the most competitive in your mind mentally or personally, those three shows you did? I would say... And it could be the challenge. <clears throat> it, could just, it could be point blank. Easy. It's definitely the challenge, right. man. Because mentally, you probably are... It's so much more, more mental than what people think. It's... It's all mental, and it's a special, <clears throat> it's a special type of mental. So, you know, in a basketball game, you can start off first half zero points, still in with thirty, or you can start off twenty points in with twenty one. You know what I mean? Right. Like it's such a long game, and you mentally have to be prepared for a two hours sport. Right. And you're able to make a mistake and know, all right, boom, I missed the shot, cool. I'll come back down, I'll make my next three. You might miss your first five shots, still come back down, make your next ten, start cooking, start going to work. So you're mentally prepared for a long run. The challenge is you got one shot. It's right. no, it's no, them, their challenges are so fast, 45 seconds, a minute, 30 seconds. Like some of them are quick. Like you get up there and it's over just like that. So mentally it's so different because I'm used to, I might mess up here to start off, but I'm still finishing with my numbers. I'm still going to get 20. I'm still going to do what I got to do. It ain't that. It's one shot. It's you got one, go to the free throw line, dribble, dribble, 
are you going to make it? Right. Ain't no, I'm going to miss this one, come back. You know, my mentor's always been, I might start off slow, I'm going to get hot. Or I might start off hot, and I know I got to keep it going. I got to keep it going, stay hot. So it's just a different mental going from playing basketball since five to the challenge. So I would definitely say the challenge is more mental. Dude, literally you said that to me the first time I think me and you ever played basketball together. And I, that's the perfect comparison. Yeah. And why athletes don't always like mm-hmm. translate instantly to the challenge. Not to be said that it can't happen. Yeah. But you're right. For me, I played enough games to know that coming back is just a part of it. I mean, I, we've watched enough games in this tournament where everyone comes back all exactly. the time. Uh, has taken away some of my point spreads. But... <laughs> That, that's what's really exciting, and people don't really get to see that when watching the challenge. I mean, you hear the duels that are going like mm-hmm. for an hour and a half, 40 minutes, but some of these challenges, these dailies, some of the eliminations even, are like a quick, quick. five-minute thing. Quick. So you don't even have that like ability to create momentum for yourself. And I think that's crazy, and I think that's what something people need to know when it comes to the challenge. Um, yeah. But, no, it's, uh, it, I can definitely see the differences in the two and how sometimes it doesn't correspond. Because you'll play with me, and we'll have a game. We're on the same team, and we'll, we'll be going to 13. And I might, I might have been struggling for this first game in L.A. Fitness or one of the games in L.A. Fitness. When it's 12 to 12 and we got one bucket needed, you know I'm getting that rock, and you know I'm scoring it. Somehow, some way, it's just the mental ability to go through. Last the two hours, last throughout the whole game and be good. And that's my mental strength is just from basketball. It's like one shot's not going to get me down. One bad play's not going to get me down to survive. The challenge is one bad play, you're done. Right. Last place, gone. Bye. Which is tough. So you mentioned us hooping together, and you posted an Instagram story recently saying Darian is your your best teammate here in L.A., although you've also been shitting on him a little bit. Let's be real. You've you've been beating him on King of the Court. He hasn't really been able to get past you. But I want you to look into the camera right now and say who the most clutch teammate you have is. I Look, when I made that pick with Darian, I messed up. Heartbroken. By far, the best teammate I've had in L.A. Fitness, the most wins. I'm talking, we go days 6-0, maybe 8-1, like can't beat us. And it's not like our team be stacked. Just us. It's me and him. Winners, From Bear baby. Pong to LA Fitness, like clutch. If I'm not making a game winner, he's making it. And Period. Beer Pong. The best part about the Beer Pong one was it was during the Super Bowl. Tom yeah. Brady was sucking, and we were on a roll. We just Kill made him. the Super Bowl our own. Killing. Yeah, it was great. Took over the whole party, the whole outside, all the ladies looking, and we being everybody. He's just killing. Cash, cash. Making all the last cups. I'll get us there. Cash, finish. Talk, I'm just drinking my beer. He's going to make it. Right, and we, won't, it. we won't name drop the MTV stars we beat that day, yeah. but we, we took MTV to school. If they we want, did. if MTV wants to give me a call, I'm great for games. And whatever your new show beer will be. Beer pong tournament? Let, let, me, let me be on it. MTV is the beer pong tournament. But, a basketball uh, two-on-two tournament? Let oh, that know. too. Well, I let honestly, I saw the Are You the One house that had the basketball court. I wouldn't have been on camera. I would have been playing ball all. all day. It would have been a girl in the hair in there would have had to love to play basketball. It would have been like right. basketball. Or I wouldn't have been talking to nobody. That would have been a great day. One-on-one, like playing basketball with your girl. That would have been great. That would have been fantastic. Strip yeah. basketball, too. That's also fantastic. But let's get into some questions. These are interesting. Most come up by me. Some we've gotten from the internet that we'll see if they make it to the show. Here's one I just thought of. Of all the challenges you've done or if all the challenges you've seen, you mm-hmm. have to make a starting five. You're in the starting five. And it's an actual basketball game. Ooh. Like you're playing a collegiate basketball game. Who are the other four joining you on the starting five? CT. Because I right. heard he had crazy hops. I remember us talking on one of the challenges. One Joe went down the lane. Boom. Right. And you get them in their prime, by the way, just so people can be clear. Give me CT, me. Never seen Darrell play basketball, but with his, uh, <laughs> with his athleticism in the boxing and uh, 
He look at you and look like he want to rip your heart out. Give me him any sport, anytime. Give me Darrell. No questions about it. Give me Derek K. Don't even know Scrappy. if he can shoot it. Yeah. Give me so them, those are my two defenders. I know CT is going to score. I'm going to score. I know Darrell and Derek K. Put them on someone. They're going to have to go through hell to get the ball and to score it. So give me them two. He's somebody else that can score. Ooh, hoot. Now, Wes was a swimmer, so we're not going to get a lot out of him. He's gonna, he, can, he can stroke, but not the basketball way. But, uh, <laughs> Facts. Any younger people? I'm trying to think any people from my generation I'm that plays? Nelson didn't play? Corey didn't play? No, nah, they play here. And, oh, uh, no, nah, he didn't do the challenge. He did X on the beach. Can't pick him. Oh, uh, no. See, that would be cheating at this point. I'm trying to oh, think. Corey. My fourth I feel like one. you need a point guard. Uh, actually, Derek would be a good point guard. Yeah, dribble it up. I don't see no one taking the ball from him just because he's his, his damn. I don't know who my fifth would be. If I had to pick someone right now, my fifth, I'm going to go Corey. All right. Well, I'm going to give you your fifth because I brought this up to you the other day while we were getting food. Teresa, very, a name very far-fetched. She's from like Rivals, from Fresh Meat, the second one, all that stuff. There's a scene with her balling with CT in which she wins, and they were also playing Ooh. strip one-on-one. I'm giving you Teresa. She's a scorer. She'll be your third Let's option. Let's do it. There we go. Yeah, that's a, that's a tough start. I love a girl on the team. I don't think I Zion gets through team. them with that kind of lineup right there. Now, we know you have the love for basketball, and I've gotten some of the answers already, but let's put it out there in the universe. I'm giving you some opportunities here, mm-hmm. and all of what I'm giving you is going to come to fruition on whichever you pick. We'll start it off. If you had the chance to win an NBA championship or win a challenge championship, which one would it be, knowing that Ashley Mitchell just capped up like a million dollar season basketball will always be my heart i actually think if we pull my chest open i think my so, heart will be a basketball so, so i gotta go basketball. championship gotta so, go championship going for the rings, nba yeah absolutely yeah. now we'll stick in the nba kobe or lebron who would you rather play with play with kobe somebody that i love kobe from when i started basketball he's someone a big reason why i continue to pursue basketball competitive don't care nothing else about winning. Like, you know me, I will go, we'll lose in LA Fitness, and I'm pissed. I'm not talking to nobody. I'm punching walls. Like, when, if it's basketball, I don't want to ever lose. So, and Kobe is that same energy, that same dog, the black mama. Give me Kobe. Fair. <clears throat> so, my only argument there for you, mm-hmm. LeBron would pass you the ball more. Cool. You are right. But I feel this. As long as I'm taking care of my business defensively, locking up, defense is one of the best parts of my game. And he, Kobe, see, I'm working hard. He's going to give me the rock. Right. You know what I mean? I think. So he'll go I'm for 81 it. and you'll it's, go for 18. Which exactly. Is nice. He'll like coach it. you into being the next 81 exactly. points in the game score. I'll know? take it because I'm going to get some steals. I'm going to rip somebody. I'm going to get me some rebounds. I'm going coast to coast. But I just know with Kobe, my odds of winning, especially right. a championship. Now we're going to blend the two again. So one on one versus Kobe Bryant. And we're going to do, again, everything on this show is in their prime or one on one. And a dual pole dance, which for those who don't watch the challenge or don't know, is literally two men being put in a ring, having to hold onto a pole, and doing anything necessary to get that pole away from one another. And CT, if you don't know him, just Google him. He's the biggest freak in the world. Insane. It's insane. Probably the best athlete to never be a professional athlete. Uh, one-on-one versus CT in his prime. Which one of those one-on-ones are you looking forward to? So one-on-one Kobe basketball, one-on-one CT pole wrestling. Yeah. I love basketball, bro. I got it. And Kobe's my, I love Kobe. If I ever saw Kobe, he's the one person I'll be like starstruck. Like if it was like Kobe or Cardi B, I love Cardi B. Love Kobe. I'm going to Kobe. I'm going to Kobe with my arms out smiling. Like I love Kobe Bryant, bro. So 
the chance to get on the court with him and play. Yeah, I'm going Kobe. And I'm going to fight. I'm using all my fucking vows. Like, he's going to know, all right, this dude ain't no, he ain't no softy. Like, he's out here making me work anyway somehow. He's grabbing, biting, kicking. Yeah, we're going to war, and I'm going to try my fucking best to impress him and win. So we know, how, Kobe. we know how good you are. So I'm not even trying to put down your ego. What do you think the final score of that one-on-one game versus Kobe Bryant would be? And it's a game 211. Game 211. I'm going to give you two answers. Okay. I'm going to give you the D-Rock heart. I don't give a fuck. Right. I'm winning. I don't care what the score is somehow. I'm winning. Realistically, I had to say Kobe is prime. Does he start with the ball? No, he'll give you the ball first. I'll give ball that's, first? That's only fair. 11 to 1. Okay. Because I agree with that, actually. Because it's Kobe. Let's be real. But he's, it's Kobe and his prom. He was giving 81 points to people. It ain't nothing to give me 11. Right. But <laughs> I, yeah, I honestly think, and you, you're going to shoot. Like, you're not yes, all yeah. drive. Yeah. You're, one of those shots is going to go. Somehow, some way. Right. I just got to think is I got to make that first one. Because if I don't and he get it, he might run off 11 straight. Like, we're talking right. Kobe Bryant and his prom. Yeah. You, gotta, you definitely got to fight for the boards. And then, of course, we have to ask CT. You need, obviously, there, it's a best of three. Do you get the pull away from CT in this prime? Yes. Okay. I think I'm winning that. And all answers, yes. I think when it comes down I to love that. Uh, my mindset is going to be this. If you can't get it from him, don't let him get it from you. Hold the fucking pole, Derek. The whole time I think, don't be no little, I can curse, right? Yeah, you can get Don't it. be no little bitch. Hold the pole. Even if you're not getting it from him, hold it by any means until TJ says, it's been two hours, y'all just go home and sit draw. Wow, if TJ ever said you guys can go home, that would there would be earth-shattering earthquakes. Yeah, but yeah, no, nah, I got me. I got me. Just because that's something I can control. And literally, hold the pole, pull. Hold the pole, pull. Is it going to be blood, sweat, tears like against Kobe? Yes, but yeah. Right. If, if you thought Adam King looked bad after just a fight with him, I think <laughs> Derek versus CT in a mud wrestling, or not even a pole wrestling match, both guys are coming out with one arm less or one leg less. Yeah, it's, I'm fighting for that. It's yeah. going to be brutal. Um, but we got... We got a question from the internet. Mm-hmm. I'm going to try to tailor it to not sound as bad as it is. And we're in, a, we're in a trying time in a world where murder is a big issue. So we're going to say move this person to deserted island. So you can pick up where this is from. You get the chance to smash, marry, send somebody to deserted island. We got this answer. It's Angela, Tori, and Ashley Mitchell. You've had a relationship with all three of them. Thanks. All right. This is- However comfortable you feel answering it in any direction, I'm not even sure they're going to hear this. But the, well, I'm going to start off with this one quick. Tori's going to a deserted island. He cheated on. At least you're not like see the new nicer version I just created. At least she's not dying. She gets exactly. yeah, she yeah. Because I would have hated to have to say kill and someone's right. Dead. So no. I'm happy you did that. Right. One. But right. yeah, in any form of the game, she has to be the, that last person that has to go to the deserted island for sure. And I'm a nice person. She can take Jordan with. Wow, give it go. Go. I'm gonna be creating the best vacation for them. Go. Bye. And his clothing company. Don't forget. He'll he'll start his own offshore. Exactly. They can can go. Now smash and marry. See, for me it'd just be a dream to even like shake hands with any of these women. I mean, they're just gorgeous. So (laughs) I'm gonna have to say I'm marrying Ashley Mitchell, just because anytime I've ever been with her, no drama, no problems. We've always had a good time, always good energy. Like, yeah, I'm marrying Ashley Mitchell, and she did just win a million dollars. Right. Cash in on that. Yeah. And then, no prenup. Oh, yeah. No, not <laughs> at all. <laughs> not at all. And then Smash Angela. There you go. Yeah. I, I think that is my order as well. 
I don't really have specific reasons. When I watch you guys on TV, I tell myself never to make opinions because they're people, and I work with most of them doing the whole Challenge Mania thing. Um, and that's respect to Nelson. I'm just answering the question, bro. Respect to y'all relationship. Totally forgot about that relationship. Uh, yep. Yeah, I'm not sure their status, but in case they are still together, I know that shows like the reunion or something. I would do respect answering the question, bro. Yeah, and if Nelson, you're mad, take it out on me. I wouldn't mind getting a little Twitter beef going. <laughs> like I said, you're probably a dope dude. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much all I've got for you today, D. We covered Final Four. We got a bunch of your challenge stuff. X on the Beach, if it calls you again, are you, are you going to do it? I would, man. I actually loved X on the Beach. That, that was my favorite show, for sure. That was just, just because X on the Beach was, you didn't know what to expect. Right. It was, I didn't go in there. I had an idea it was going to be X on the Beach because they called me and kept asking me about two girls. And it was rumors that X on the Beach was coming to the U.S. So I was, I've done so many shows by then, I was able to put that together. But the eliminations, the shack of secrets, I'm literally in an awe in the house, some of the stuff that's happening. So it was just in the moment, didn't know what to expect. X on the Beach was on there. Amazing. So as we come to an end, you've got a lot of stuff going on in the future. Do you want to plug anything? You got, have obviously Team Chalk, we're plugging all the way. Yep. I know you're doing some nice work out here in LA, mm-hmm. kind of like realtor work. I don't know if yeah. you want to plug that at all. Any yeah, upcoming um, show stuff, Game of Clones, whatever you got. I would say this stay tuned for D&D Entertainment, Derek and Darian Entertainment. Um, it's something that we've started out here in LA with a lot of the connections we've had from hosting at clubs to dealership with restaurants and collaborations with restaurants to now about to start getting flown out during the summer to different places to host parties and stuff like that. Like, you know, we figured we party so much. People love the party with us and let's make an entertainment company. So stay tuned for that. A lot of stuff coming soon. Also a YouTube series that we're going to be starting very soon. Let's so go. stay tuned for D&D Entertainment. And there probably won't be shirts in that YouTube video either. Nope. So just like you searched on Google after listening to the show, just trust that YouTube is going to be that fiery. Well, thank you so much, my for man. Sure, bro. It was Thanks a pleasure having, having you here. Absolutely. And uh, like you heard earlier, I'm his most clutch teammate. Everyone have a great yes, day. Right. We'll catch you on the next episode. Only got a gallon in the gas tank, but I'm almost at the finish line, so I can't stop now. I don't really know where I'm headed, just enjoying the ride. Just don't roll till I drop and ride till I die. listening to believe you can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform check us out at believe.com and search for b-l-e-a-v on youtube